Good morning, good morning, podcaster friends. Here, I'm, I'm looking at who's joining. Lise has joined, Melanie's there, Sylvie's there. Yes, good morning, good morning, everyone. Thank you for being with us on this episode of Don't Think in Reverse. Oh my God, oh my God. You know, I've been, I've been in business 41 years and I, I was sharing with my friends on Zoom. Uh, as I was reading the chapter this morning, I, I was visualizing people that are no longer in the business because something happened to them and they didn't appreciate, they didn't accept, you know, their egos are so big, right? So they get upset and then ended up quitting. And then I follow, well, whether you like it or not with Facebook, you kind of see uh, where they are at, you, you see what's happening. And I'm thinking of, you know, example, the one who recruited Annie Marchand. Let me just give you an example. She was completely upset with something I did. So she left our company to do her own thing with Tupperware on the side. But of course, you know, people forget it's, it's not me, it's we. It's not me, it's we. And if ever we think we are successful because we, like me, is doing it, then rude awakening and that's what happened. So she went from the we community to the me and long story short, she lost her directorship. And after six months, if you didn't regain your directorship, then she lost the entire downline on, of Annie Marchand. That being said, if many of you know her, you know how much she earns yearly. And for those of you that don't know her, she's, she's our first million dollar earner. So that means that she believed that she was doing it by herself. So she went from we, me to we to me. And next thing you know, she's losing millions of dollars literally per year. And the last time I checked, she's working as a cashier at Metro. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you were laid a, a, a plate of abundance, of being a great leader, of having recruited this Annie Marchand and prospered, this was all laid out for you. This was a plan of your life. But because you thought in reverse, oh, they did this to me. Oh, they did that to me. Well, that is the price this individual paid. This is the price. Everybody follow me? Okay. Uh, the same thing with one of my secretaries, because I never fired anybody. So she quits. She ends up going and work for her, her sister. And it has been the worst decision of their life. You know, the grass is never better somewhere else. And when I look at that, I say, well, that's what happens when you are stuck in the, in the past. Well, what about the future? Well, to explain it to you even more, Melanie Miller, I, you know, I wrote down today, Dr. Melanie Miller you know, will further explain the con this concept of being stuck in the past or uh, having the fear of tomorrow. And in, in the fear of tomorrow, Melanie, I was looking with Marie-Pierre this morning, the directors we lost in July. Now, when I lose a director under two years experience, I go, it's okay. She didn't de develop yet the relentlessness, you know, needed. But when I lose a director that has many years of experience, it, it, it kind of crunches my heart, you understand? Because it takes a long time to develop great leadership and she's a great leader, but she got stuck in the future. Look at Tupperware shares, look at this, look at that, look at that, look at that. And by the way, the shares just doubled. My, 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 my son and my sister just going, ah! I told them, sell your investment, just keep your gains in the system. But as soon as you start going into the future, well, this director in particular, we lost her because she got stuck in the fear of tomorrow. And what if it doesn't work? And what if, you know, she diminished her hours to do more Tupperware? So if you're stuck in the future with the fear of the future, then 
Ah, so Marie Pierre today is going to give you tips, a questionnaire, something you, you're going to be able to go online and test yourself. Today is going to be definitely a transformative journey simply because that I think that a lot of us are kind of stuck either in the past or in the future. And somewhere along the line, this incredible warehouse of gifts that is mine from birth, this was destined for me, right? Get stuck there full of dust because I cannot receive the gifts that are destined for me as long as I am not in the present. And I love the word in, uh, in French and in English, the present, the present gifts. This is where the gifts are for me to collect my you, my what's in it for me. Cause he says it, we're all born rich. I need to be in the present. This is where the flow of the gifts of the universe come to me. But if I'm in the future with fear or I'm in the past with regret, that warehouse of my gifts gets stuck there. And when I die and I will go to heaven and I will look at all the gifts I've never received in my life and I'm going to ask Peter, Peter is my friend, right? Well, what happened? He's going to say, well, every time you spent dwelling in the past with things people did to you, or every time you feared the future, these are the gifts you lost out on. So think about it, guys. I really need you to walk away today with thinking, you know, what am I thinking of right now? What am I thinking? Try to stay in the present. So first of all, let's begin by sharing. Are you stuck somewhere between the past and the future? Haha. <laughs> that should be the question and share the podcast. And Marie-Pierre, we do the contest, our top five, our top five. I just want you guys to understand, because I asked, where's Marie-France Tupin? She goes, well, I think because she's sharing in the group, so she's doing her, she's doing her stuff, let's say on a pro page or a personal page, and then shares it to the group, the millionaires to the diamonds. It doesn't count. It doesn't show. So it has to be a unique share or unique life, just by the way. So this is what the system is giving us. And we need to base ourselves on the system for the gifts, which I'm giving to myself. So for me to create a batch of the millionaire of the diamonds, memorabilia, whatever it's called, I need to have a lot. So this is why the contest is on. You understand me what I'm saying? Okay. All right. Uh, so Marie-Pierre, over to you. Okay, so yes, it's the top five of the most engaged people on the group, Limionale Diamant Inspirational Group on Facebook. So yes, our top five today, we have Danny Chartrand, we have number four, Louise Gauthier, number three, we have Patricia Brousseau, number two is Lise Boucher, and number one, we have Jacqueline Stockley. So congratulations to our top five month date yes you have until the end of the month to be in the top five so every time you post it counts for the top five and it counts for the drop every time you will comment on the group with six words and more it counts in the draw every time you will um, make a reaction on a post a thumbs up a heart every time it will give you a chance in the draw and the fourth way is when you invite someone new to the group that person has to post to say thank you to that person for inviting me on the group and both of you will get a ticket in the draw i'm so excited guys you have no idea because i want to create this whole section of what I call logoed items, you know, stuff like uh, uh, I am dangerous 
ridiculously ambitious, you know, stuff you can affirm yourself, right? Affirm yourself. I found this beautiful uh, video somebody sent to me and uh, I won't even try to explain to you because I'm going to, you know, I have this way of ruining stories there, but you want to attract the right people, right? You want to attract the right people. And I think if I can wear stuff that kind of is a statement to who I am, the wrong people are going to run away from me, Melanie Miller. <laughs> okay. That's basically what I want to say. And of course, there's a huge thank you and appreciation I want to give to Matthew, Sylvie, Lee's, you know, Ricky, all you guys that are so generous that makes it comfortable to hop in the group, the millionaire of the diamond podcast and feel welcome. The same thing with the zoom and the same thing with Facebook. That being said, I just want to share with you something. So my daughter Yasmin is going through something and, uh, she went, uh, oh, I have a noise in my ears. Hang on. Maybe it's me with my mic. Hang on. Is it okay now? No noise. We're good. Okay. So she says, mom, uh, I started listening to Joel Steen, the podcast, Joel Steen. And when she arrived on Joel Steen podcast, guess what? Melanie Miller, somebody welcomed her. So if Yasmin is continue to listen to it, it's because she answered, let's say Melanie Miller said, Hey, Yasmin, you're new. Welcome to the, the podcast. She said, Oh, thank you, Melanie Miller. And whether we like it or not, that was the hook. That was the hook. And she's up to now her fifth day listening to Joel Steen podcast simply because somebody gave a warm welcome. So I just want you to understand how valuable it is. So I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. So ladies and gentlemen, with no further ado, here's Melanie Miller. Hello, hello, everybody. And good morning to you. And I loved the quote at the beginning of this chapter, which says, let us not look back in anger or forward in fear, but around us in awareness. I love this quote because it basically is telling us to live in the present. Don't keep looking back and don't worry about the future. Imagine driving your car and the only way you drive it is by looking in the rearview mirror. As you can imagine, there would be a whole lot of accidents going on if everyone drove looking just in their rearview mirror. Wasting time dwelling in the past, what happened, what could have, should have, would have happened, it's too late. It did or it didn't. Time to move on. Great leaders that we know, and I always think immediately of Nelson Mandela and Martin Luther King, they did not constantly talk about what happened to them, what happened in the past, how bad it was, all those sort of things, but they projected what it could be like in the future, how it should be now, how they should be able to live now. They wanted to live as equals, now and in the future. They couldn't change what had happened, but they wanted to have a new beginning. The many creations that exist, aeroplanes, electricity, computers, telephones, all of those exist because people had extraordinary images in, on the screens of their minds to innovate and to create. They kept their images alive. They looked at them every day. They believed in the fact that they were going to happen and creation was reached. They did not listen to the constant voices telling them it could not be done. All of us 
have exactly the same potential and it is how we use it that counts. Let's look at some biophysics. Dr. Alexander Rich, who was um, a professor at MIT, and in fact, he only recently passed away at the age of 90. He, he later in his life went on to confirm the existence of the double helix code in DNA which is an absolutely really important discovery of how our DNA is made up. But earlier in his career, he was studying the brain. He was looking at the brain, the central nervous system. And he said, our central nervous system contains between 10 to 100 million cells. But what is amazing is each cell has the capacity to um, have storage equivalent to a large computer. So basically, our human mind has the capacity to store all the information ever created in the world and still have room for more. Let me just say that again. All the information in the world could be stored in our brains and still have room for more. Okay, so now ask yourself, how much of my brain am I using? Human brain is without limits. And the, the, the important thing to think of is what are we doing with ours? <clears throat> Our capacity to learn, imagine, and change the way we live is not measured by how well we do at school. We are conditioned to believe that our results in school should determine our results in life. Most people are only using a tiny portion <coughs> excuse me, of their brains. They are not aware of their consciousness or potential. If we are able to see ourselves doing, being or having something that we see in our personal screen of life, it can be translated to the physical phase of life too. What does that mean? You keep your creative eye on the screen and your physical life manifests and begins to produce those things which you are thinking about. You must keep the image strong. Unfortunately, 95% of people, 95% of people, live in the past. They, they often will have gatherings with old friends and spend hours talking about reminiscing about things that happened in the past. They're unable to move on. They will many people will continue to live negative things that have happened in their lives. They can do nothing about an event that has already happened. At Le Diamo, we are extremely privileged to have a leader who never dwells in the past. So much so that your successes are celebrated in the present and then forgotten. You cannot work with Maria unless you are in the present. But imagining, a but imagining and creating strong visions for your future. She is a perfect example in front of us of someone who uses as much of her creative capacity 
as possible. She is not well educated in the formal sense of school achievements, but she is the smartest person I know. Her drive to learn new things and move forward is sometimes exhausting for those of us who are close to us. But she is never restricted by what anyone else thinks. I'm sure she has a full-length feature film running on her creative images every day of her life. How much better life would be if we could all have that capacity and were able to spend our time surrounded by such people. I remember, and I don't want to talk too much about the past, but I remember that this story. One day, someone came into the office in Anjou with a huge dramatic story of how she was nearly in a big accident and how she spent practically the whole morning talking and repeating this story. She wasn't even in the accident and how was she improving the life of the people around her? And she wasted several hours of her day and other people's day talking about something negative that actually never happened to her. It is a perfect example of how people waste their brains. What sort of person are you? Do you dwell in the past and think if only? Or are you ready to move on? You cannot change the past, but you can definitely influence your future. You have the control. What are you going to do with it? So now Marie-Pierre, I hope, is going to give us some more details on how we can determine how we live. So over to you, Marie-Pierre. Thank you, Melanie. So yes, we all have our own thinking styles because it's always the result of these three priorities. So yes, about your past, about the present, and about the future. And each will give you a um, specific kind of thinking, but you have your particular blend of the tree and it will explain why you do about everything that you do. So of course, we want to uh, find a balance between reflecting on the past, living in the present and dreaming about the future. And it's essential for our personal growth and fulfillment. So you see how I <laughs> phrase it? So reflecting on the past, and not dwelling on the past, <laughs> living in the present and not keeping the status quo because you are in the present and dreaming about the future and not having anxiety about the future. So it's really what we want because yes, the past is something that we need because we need those facts, we need those data, those research to make sure that we can go further in our life. So each perspective has its benefit and being aware of how you approach each aspect of time will help you make the most of your life journey. So to start your reflection about this, I have 10 questions for you. Yes, it's a yes, no question, but probably you will not be able to answer me <laughs> right away because you will need some time to really reflect on this. So question number one, do you often find yourself thinking about the past event and experiences? Well, of course, it's a yes or no question, but you need to think about it. Number two, 
Do you frequently feel nostalgic or have a longing uh, for how things used to be? <laughs> Number three, do you tend to focus on current tasks and activity without getting distracted by past memories? Number four, are you someone who often daydreams or envision future possibilities and goals? Number five, do you actively set specific goals and make plans for the future? Number six, are you more likely to hold on to regrets or learn from the past mistakes and move on? Number seven, do you find it challenging to stay present and often get lost in thought about the past or the future? Number eight, do you embrace the change and see it as an opportunity for growth or do, or do you prefer things to remain familiar and consistent? Number nine, are you satisfied with your current situation in life or do you feel a strong desire to achieve something greater in the future? And number 10, <laughs> do you regularly take time to reflect on your past, appreciate the present and envision a better future? So of course, those 10 questions is just a start about this reflection, but if you want to continue that reflection and learn uh, more about your way of thinking, that's the particular blend that is just for you. I recommend there's a test on, uh, it's called the mind time. It takes about 10 minutes to do it online. So I will uh, write the link in the group, Limiana de Demain Inspirational Group. So take the time to do it. And I really loved it because it gives you really your particular blend of what you're thinking with the past, the present, and the future. And it really gives you your your strength and your weaknesses about this. So it's not just to say, okay, you're thinking about the present. No, no, it's more than that. <laughs> so it really helped me uh, to see, okay, I love uh, a little bit of the future, but I stay in the present. Okay, so now I have this strength and these weaknesses that I want to correct it. So I want to make sure that, yes, I stay in the present, but I know that I dream about the future, but I don't dwell on the past, but I learn from it. So it's really that tree uh, that we need, but to remember that we need in the right way, because there's a lot of way that it can be wrong for you, but there's a lot of way that can be better for you to uh, your future. So I hope it helps you to understand exactly Not to think in reverse. <laughs> oh, Marie-Pierre, guess what we're doing uh, sometime between now and tonight? We're going to go on the net and we're going to do that test. Okay, I got to do it. I got to do it. I know what the answer is going to be. Right, Melanie Miller? I know what the answer You know, I was doing my conditioning this morning and and, and it, it's so true, Marie-Pierre, Melanie. Like envisioning that future, that limitless, limitless future. If I were to tell you, that I, I envision a, a day not too far away where we are generating a million dollars of sales per day, you would think I'm crazy until it's going to happen. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen because, you know, in my mindset, Melanie, it's, it's, it's going to happen or it's going to happen. 
And I get frustrated positively enough that if this doesn't work, I turn around and I do something else. Like, I don't care how we're going to get there, but we're going to be selling a million a year, a, a day. And I want my directors to all be earning a million dollars a year and more. It's like, it's, it's such, so clear in my head. So as I'm doing my conditioning and as I'm doing my five big goals for this year, like it's so powerful. So Melanie, when that woman walks in and wants to tell me how she nearly was part of an accident, I immediately go to the bathroom. Or immediately run to see if there's some closet that needs my attention. Anybody else feel me? Okay. Because I'm polite. So I won't tell her to shut up, but I am polite. I mean, it doesn't always show, but I am polite, but I will, I will vanish. I will vanish. <laughs> my mother used to tell me that, you know, if you can't, be part of it, vanish, go somewhere else, just go somewhere else. Anyways, so I want to leave you with something that I truly enjoy. I love watching nature. Doesn't, you know, I know I'm a city girl, but I'm always amazed when the birds come in from the south, like here in Montreal, where we live, especially where I'm at, 7501 in Bijou Dway. There's a huge, it's like a road. It's like, you know, um, a highway just above us and you hear them coming in, you know, and they're making all kinds of noises. And that's how, how I know spring is close by, or that's how I know winter is close by. Anybody understand what I'm saying? So, and every time, you know, you watch them soar through the sky, I look at them. It's so effortlessly. Don't you find it? You know, you'll watch birds and you say, oh my God, they're gliding. They're following the current. You'll notice when they're not flapping their wings, they're, they're allowing the wind to, to push them ahead. And I love the visualization of the geese where there's always one that leads in the front. Then when it gets tired, it goes in the back and somebody else leads. It really reminds me of my multi-level marketing business or me and my husband. You know, we alternate, you know, who's going to, you know, flap their wings faster than the other one. But I'm trying to think if these birds were to fly from Florida to Montreal, thinking about them leaving Florida behind, you know, with, with thoughts of regret, or I'm trying to envision them trying to fly with thoughts of fear. What if the snow arrives before we get there? I'd like it's impossible. You see, this is the beauty with animals. And this is what I discovered, Melanie, since I have animals. Their ability to just be in the present. I go, God has given them such a gift. And there's so much we can learn from them. Like every time they see me, it's as if they've, they, it's the first time they see me. Like it's so wow. Every, everybody, those that have animals understand me. Those that don't, well, you're like me a couple of years ago. So I understand me. It's, it's that, Ability to choose to be fully in the present. That's what I want to leave you with. You need to choose to be fully in the present. You need to be aware of the wonderful opportunities and possibilities that are around you. For that, you need to be in the present. So maybe an elastic, something that pinches you a little bit, maybe a pebble in your, in your, like we've talked about many, many techniques that as soon as your mind is going in the past or as soon as your mind is going negatively in the future, right? Can you snap something? Can you bite something? Can you do a, hmm, I, I don't know, figure out a, 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 a mantra or something? Like for me, it's Madame's and Monsieur. Like for those that really know me, you know that I'm always going, ladies and gentlemen. And, and, and immediately I go in, in vision mode, vision mode. And I didn't plan for it to be that, but it, as I, uh, lived fear like everybody else, or I lived regret. 
I knew that that warehouse, because that warehouse visualization, I heard it many, many years ago. So as soon as I have that little heaviness right here, you know, that not feel good, I know my warehouse is shutting down. So without realizing, I found myself something to bring me back to the present because that warehouse holds all my presents. And for me to be able to access them, I need to be in the present. Like, I don't know if you're getting me what I'm saying. I know it's clear in my head. I, I worked on it by error. I wish I had read some of this stuff like 20 years ago. Maybe it wouldn't have taken me 20 years to get to where I am today. Everybody feel me this morning? So I really want you to, to choose to fully be in the present, to be aware when you're not in the present and figure out a way to snap back into the present. You hold the key to your own transformation of growth, but you need to take action immediately. This is a revolutionary podcast. I'm telling you right now. Okay. For me, it is the key to successful people. You need to reflect on this podcast and you need to ask yourself, how did it resonate with me today? Is there any people you hate? Is there any people you don't talk to? This is all a sign that your warehouse is shut down. This is all a sign that your warehouse is shut down. Do you have worries about tomorrow for you guys in my Tupperware business? You know, I just lost a great director because she's in the fear of tomorrow. Okay. And you need to be willing to release the grip of the past and of the future. If you want to experience the freedom of the present moment and go get all those gifts, you need to commit to making conscious effort, let go of anger, let go of fear, let go of regret, let go of anything that is not within our control and cultivate awareness and empowerment. It's a choice, guys. I'm telling you right now is a choice. You know, I'm human. I will go down the rabbit hole, but for a moment, then I, I say, no, 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 no. This is not a feel good. Let's get with, let's get on with it. And a great example, I'm looking at my time. Ah, we got to go. I was going to give you another example. Next time, next time. So together, let's create a future filled with abundance, joy, and limitless, limitless six financial success. Because when you're successful, your entire family downline will take advantage. Love you guys. Happy Thursday.